Welcome to The Read Along. A mini book club for your ears. I'm your host, Scott. I'm your other host, Anita. And join us on a journey through a good book, one one chapter chapter at at a time. time. Do you like talking about movies? Do you like talking about mediocre movies? Do you like talking about how you could have fixed mediocre movies? Well, I certainly do, and you can listen to me, Scott C. Bourgeois, along with my co-hosts Greg Beaver and Liam Kreswick, as we give our notes, and I have some notes. You can follow it now on your podcatcher of choice, or support it by visiting patreon.com slash I have some notes. So Scott had his first physio appointment today, and he's feeling just a touch more on the woozy side than normal. It's true. But ultimately, this will be a good thing. Yes. One of the best ways to uh, recover from a, an acute vertigo attack is through vestibular physiotherapy. And uh, it took us a couple weeks to get it lined up, but we were able to finally have me in to see a physio today. So I was doing a lot of like balance and coordination exercises prior to this, and I am a little dizzy right now. <laughs> a little dizzier. Than, than I have been, yeah. Yes, but ultimately it is for good because yes. this is going to help clear up whatever is wrong in your inner ear. Yeah. Right? It, it, That's making you woozy. It will help uh, rework muscles that need reworked. Yes. Such. So, yeah. All of those much, things. Much like any physio. Yeah. It's about uh, about rehabbing your body. Exactly. Except in this case, it's my sense of balance. Muscles are involved. It's true. Counts. So uh, that's where, where I'm at, yeah. at the very least. So the good news to coincide with that, at least for Scott anyway, is that because this is our ultimate chapter of, of our book, our very last one, it's quite short. It is. Right? So our episode will also be on the short side, and you can go back to lying down for a little while. Yeah. Uh. Well, the... Uh, the chapter is a little short. We kind of touched base with this before we started recording. Um, a lot of what we might want to talk about is kind of book clubby stuff. Yeah. So it should really, and I mean, this happens every book, is we come to the last chapter and then we have to like pull ourselves back because we want to go full book club. Yeah. You have to try to remember that we're talking about the Just chapter. Just the last chapter. As yeah. opposed to the book at this point, right? Yeah. So uh, that's for next episode. So as mentioned last episode. This is the last chapter of the book. We'll discuss it just like we do every other episode. But then next episode, we go full book club. We'll look at the Windsor Knot in its entirety, and then we will reveal what the next book is, which yeah. we will have obtained prior to that. So. We still need to go shopping. Everything's fine. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> we have time. It's all good. Don't yeah. worry. So uh, I guess with that said, we'll do a brief recap of our previous chapter, the penultimate chapter, chapter 31, in which everybody has a little kind of epilogue. Yeah, like like a proper epilogue. Yeah, where the queen kind of processes uh, the emotional outcome of having this mystery solved and Rosie gets an opportunity to talk with Eileen again and everybody kind of feels bittersweet. Yeah, it's just sort of over now. Yeah. Right? And that leads us into chapter 32 of The Windsor Knot by S.J. Bennett.
So Humphrey's got his knighthood. Ugh. So you had, you had to open with that, yeah. man. Well, I mean, that's basically how the chapter opens. I know. And Singh got a knighthood too, which I felt much better about. And, and uh, Strong got uh, an OBE, an OBE, which so. is also nothing to sniff at. Yeah, everybody got some uh, some honors for their good work. Yes. It's not outright stated, but the implication is that uh, Sandy's back at work. As yeah, well. I assumed that. Because when Ben is visiting Her Highness, he mentions the, the page who's there. Yes. And it seems like it's Sandy again, so. Yeah, there was no name dropping. Yeah. But he was there, and I, I same as you. You I, kind of read into it that it was S- Sandy back at work. Well, yeah, I thought it was either Sandy or Sir Simon, and then I thought about it for a minute. I'm like, why would Sir Simon be there? No. Serving drinks. No, 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 got, no. He's got more important things to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but that basically, yeah, that, that segues into the next part, which is that Rachel Stiles' brother, who we knew about, who is in the wind, yeah, has been located by Rosie. And he gets, uh, d- despite the fact that he's going through a tough time, obviously, like well, his entire family is deceased. She, she finds him like in a hostel. Yeah. Kind of in rough shape. Yeah. Um, so she invites him to the castle and he gets like a private meeting with the queen where she re-awards him the honor that had been misappropriated. Yes. By Anita. It's true. We never did find out what happened to the original one. Yeah, it's implied that it's missing, basically. Yeah. Well, because it was effectively stolen. Basically, because when Anita stole Rachel's bag with all of her stuff, yeah. right, the award was on her jacket. We don't know what happened to the bag after that. And then Rachel was killed. So and Anita was also killed. Yeah, and why would they care about a bag of clothes? Yeah, so right. so uh, he gets reawarded this honor, the and, Elizabeth Cross, and gets yes. like five ten minutes with the Queen just to chat, or possibly three days. I'm not sure. Well, he's it's <laughs> we it was discussed earlier in the book. It's that queenly magic, right? Yeah, where just being in her presence, it it or even just saying her name, being officially a representative of her, is enough to make people like ooh. Yeah, and so he sat with her for. Probably only a few minutes, but according to him, like time had no meaning. Yeah. Right. It could have been, it could have been all weekend. He doesn't know. Yeah. (laughs) It was just this magical time that he spent in the palace with the queen. Yeah. And Rosie's very supportive of him in this little exchange too. Like on his way out, he has a cry because it's a very emotional thing. Well, yeah. Nice. And uh, he, he makes a mental note that he's not going to lose this medal. Well, yeah, it was actually a very sweet thing because he gets the replacement of the original Elizabeth Cross that was lost. Yep. And then he gets uh, sort of like a miniature version of it. Uh, he gets two, right? He gets the, the replacement one and then like a mini one. Well, the, the mini one's the pin, right? Oh, is that how it works? Yeah. I don't know how it works. I thought he I thought he got two separate ones. I thought he got a replacement and then like a, a little one to like honor his sister. No, as I understand it, like you get you get the medal. Yeah. But you also get a pin that you can wear to indicate that you've got the medal, but you don't have to wear the medal all over the place. Oh, okay. Sorry, I don't know how medals work, apparently. My bad. Uh, that's, uh, I could be, I could also be mistaken. That's just how I understand it. Yeah, because he was talking about the two pieces inside the box. Yeah. I don't know. Could be. I've never been awarded a medal, so I don't know. I don't know what the protocol is around it. Well, Rachel Stiles isn't the only one who gets some posthumous honors because we find out ultimately what happens to Maxim Brodsky as well. This was lovely. Yeah. I loved this bit. I love the back half of this chapter. So we cut to uh, Meredith. Yes. Our, Our lovely architect comes back into the story and she has been commissioned 
by the queen yep. to design the headstone for Brodsky. Who gets kind of put to rest on the castle grounds. Yeah, in the in the cemetery where all of Elizabeth's like ancestors. Like in a in a little off to the side yeah, spot. Not not a big to do, right? But I appreciate that they the book says uh that the queen took her time finding just the right spot, and that Meredith took her time to design the headstone just right. It's it's very simple. It's but very yes, it's very tasteful, it's very elegant, and it's perfect. Yeah. Like she put a lot of effort into the details of its perfection. The right shade of marble, the right text on it, yeah. like the correct spacing and sizing of the letters. Like she took her time to make something very pristine. And I really appreciated that. And when kind of asked why why did you do this? The queen is just like because he didn't have anybody. No one was like eventually the Russian consulate would have repatriated him at some point. Yeah, but then what? But then what? Exactly. And so at least here he she, the queen has the satisfaction of knowing that uh, a guest who died under her roof has a place to rest. Yeah. So if the previous chapter was the epilogue, then this chapter is the denouement, right? The where are of, they now? Sort of, because there is one person kind of missing. Masha. Yeah, she doesn't really come back into the story anymore, we, does she? We never get a resolution with that, a, a full resolution to that. We never find out what happened. I mean, we can infer based on the last time we visited with her, but the fact that she doesn't come back into play in this chapter was the only thing where I was like, that seems like an omission. That that thread in particular was left dangling. But my we, guess is that her affairs no longer had anything to do with well, they don't. Windsor, so why would we revisit that? But right? she had but she had touched base with Rosie on a personal level. So it would have been possible for us to get a little dating mom with that. Yeah. And we didn't, and it's fine. It was just the only thing that jumped out at me as missing. Mm. As the one thing that wasn't wrapped up in a nice little bow. Oh, and see, and for me that was something I didn't feel we needed to revisit. And again, we can infer what happens from the last time we spoke with her. Yeah, exactly. Which is that she leaves her terrible husband. One would hope. Yeah. This whole back, this whole last chapter, even though it takes place a year later, feels to me like the queen making things right. Yeah. Right? There's uh, there's a bit earlier on in the book about how she is upset that all of these people died kind of because of her, right? Yeah. Under her roof quote unquote, on her watch and kind of because of her. And this chapter very much felt like her making things right again, right? Rachel died unnecessarily. I mean, Brodsky In, died unnecessarily. Yeah, exactly. Brodsky died unnecessarily because of her. Anita Moody died kind of because of her, but there wasn't much she could do about that. I so, mean, that's, uh, I think that's a little unfair. Uh, Anita died because of her own doings. Yes, I know. Like she she got involved in some shady business and it came back to bite her. I would say that Anita's more at fault for her death than the queen is. Agreed, which is why the queen didn't do anything about Anita no. being <laughs> being gone. So she replaces the lost award to the Styles family as best she could. She finds Brodsky a beautiful place to rest with like appropriate honors. Mhm. More than more than the average person would see or know about, but I think she did it partially to make herself feel better. No, I I a hundred percent think she did it to make herself feel better. Like partly because it's such an understated gesture. 
Yeah. Like it, it's off in the corner. It, no attention's really drawn to it, but it's nice and it makes, I think, mm-hmm. her feel better. No pomp, no circumstance, no fanfare, but she found a lovely spot that she felt this poor man deserved, et cetera, et cetera. It's the queen making right. And I liked it. It was sweet. So, I mean, we could discuss more stuff in context with the rest of the book, but as always, that tiptoes into book club territory, and that is for next episode. Yep, not going to do it. So I think that's maybe where we'll cap it off for this week. Yeah, like I said, a short chapter. A short, sweet ending to the novel. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, there is no chapter to read up on for next week. No, there was also no sequel baiting at the end, which I appreciate. Although there are subsequent uh, Her Majesty the Queen Investigates Which is fine. It's not a serialized series. It's episodic. Yeah, exactly. Like Sherlock Holmes stories, they're all very Mm -hmm. self-contained. So that's nice. If you want to read more of them, you can, and you don't need to worry about missing out. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but we'll uh, we'll discuss that more next week. Mm-hmm. You'll want to uh, be ready for. You'll want to get your snacks ready. <laughs> your your cheese plat. Your charcuterie. Yes. Choose your wine. Get your wine. Chill your glasses. And be ready for full book club discussion and for the reveal of our next book. Uh, in the meantime, of course, as always, you can like and subscribe to our podcast on your podcatcher of choice. You can also reach out to us via social media. Absolutely. Okay. The list is X, formerly known as Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Goodreads, and now uh, introducing Blue Sky. Blue Sky yes. or Blue Skies? Blue, Blue Sky. Blue Sky. Yeah. Uh, we are at the read along on most of those. Indeed. You can also send us an email. Yes. We are the read along at gmail.com. And with that said, as always, we love you very much and we'll see you next time. Her Majesty approves. Thank you for joining us on The Read-Along with your hosts, Anita and Scott Bourgeois. All read-along music is by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Cover art is by Aaron Beaver. Be sure to join us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Read-Along, and check out our group on Goodreads.com. Thank you.